0: Fucked up bitch. Don't it have heart. Fucked up bitch. Don't it have heart. <laughs> Fucked up bitch. Don't it have heart. Pigs don't have hearts Pigs don't Ix, Ix, have hearts up
1: the pig. Ix, 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 But up they sure Ix, have Ix, bacon Ix, Ix.
0: Ah,
2: God damn it
1: I'm determined to have your brain <laughs> Well no
2: uh, I don't want to
1: do this Well too bad you made us watch this fucking film And you even did notes about it I'm assuming you have fucking clips Let's fucking do it uh, I didn't sit through that shit for nothing Fine This show will
3: pollute listeners ears With foul
1: language occasional sexually explicit content and more irony than is allowed for single episodes
3: In the last several years, distributors of obscenity have expanded into new areas, employing new technologies and reaching new audiences. Neither our constitution, our courts, our people, nor our respect for common decency and human suffering will allow this trafficking in obscene material. Cinema PsyOps. Which exploits women and men alike to continue. Sharing filth-laden desires on mic to warp the brains of listeners until they are all
1: demented deviants.
4: federal laws are being violated and thus I am committed to redoubling the federal effort to ensure that those criminal elements who are trafficking in obscenity are pursued with a vengeance and prosecuted to the hill.
5: The fact that society is becoming much more open now, less repressed, and I think there's less need for... Cinema psyops. Without dignity, they shout into the void in a
3: vain attempt to be loved living in this culture now where there's just icebergs of filth floating through every house on Wi-Fi, it's inconceivable what it must be like to be a young adolescent now with this kind of access to cinema psyops. And it must be all dizzying and exciting but corrupting in a way that we can't even think about. A pirate ship with a tattered flag.
1: Sailing across seas of questionable movies while firing cannons of disdain.
5: Cinema PsyOps. Long may she sail.
2: Hello and welcome to Cinema Psyops. Sitting across from me in the studio, shaving his head in support of his neo-Nazi fellow brothers, it's Matt. I
1: mean, you have a shaved head. Oh yeah, that, that's- that was doing it in support of you. <laughs> So, (laughs) way to paint yourself into a corner there, asshole. Neo-Nazis are pretty
2: good people. I mean, you say that constantly every episode. No one, you can't prove that's
1: me. Neo-Nazis are pretty good people. That's my uh, evil twin, Tam. (laughs) Oh, Matt spelled backwards? Tam, yes. So it's T-T-A-M? Yes. Tam. Tam. The first T silent. Well, to da- damn to da- Tam, you fucking Nazi sympathizer asshole. I know he's, he's the evil one.
2: <laughs> so you're, you've decided to join the ranks of the bald headed brethren because well, that was
1: already happening. In, in nature took care of most of the top, and he just decided to yeah, finish off the sides. Unfortunately, I've got a weird fucking head, in which I have a weird patch. Of We've ha- noticed, yeah. <laughs> I have a weird, and it's not just because it's a board and it has jaundice. It's because um, I have, a, I've, it, for for whatever reason, like on the side of my head, I have a weird patch of hair that grew really thick. And so no matter how I tried to do it or how many times I cut it short, unfortunately for my job now, uh, video conferencing has become a big part of it where my boss wants to be able to see people. And yeah. I'm like, we're in IT. You don't want to see any of these fucking people. I, I, you you know what uh, people
2: in IT look like. Are yeah, you sure you yeah, want to yeah. Well, see the troll that has to masturbate <laughs> behind him? furnace in his
1: own house, yes. With his own tears as <laughs> lube, yes. That's what I'm saying. Maybe a little Jack Daniels, cause you know the burn. Um. So anyway, <laughs> that, that I heard that from a friend. And uh, but uh, uh, one night, uh, just Friday night, I was uh, drinking some moonshine. I had uh, a friend of mine went ahead and shaved my head. She uh, she said she could do it. And I said go ahead and do it. She did it. I did. It's important to note that your wife was also there. And this my was wife a get was there. Yes, thing. my wife. It was a get together. My wife was there and she was in full support. You Bart. don't have the balls to go drinking with someone when your wife's not there. I do not. Not, <laughs> not not with somebody of the opposite sex like that. No, I, have a, like, I drink moonshine with you and just do that. But I mean, because it's not cheating when it's, it's a, us. It's just no. a couple of guys helping each it's other just out. A couple guys. They're just hanging out, broing out. I don't
2: understand how your wife could be like threatened or upset by you drinking with a platonic
1: friendship. I don't think female. she would ever be anyway. No, she wouldn't <laughs> be. It's just
2: you just have the fear of any thought of impropriety ever being able to be considered
1: pretty much. I don't because you live in terror of your wife I I know as do we all yes yes (laughs) I mean it's you know, I mean, I'm not an idiot. My wife's half Mexican, half scot half Scottish. The fact that I've lived this long with her without getting killed is amazing. It's probably Guinness Book of World Records type of shit.
2: Not for a lack of her trying. You're no. just surprisingly <laughs> resilient.
1: I really am. For being as out of shape as I am, I'm unkillable. <laughs> There's all these
2: things vying at the door trying yeah. to kill you like the Burns immunity
1: yeah. defense. You hear that, Smithers? I'm indestructible. Actually, the slightest breeze could kill you. You hear that? Indestructible.
2: Indestructible. I would say it looks good, but it's your face, so you're exposing more of it, and that's not good.
1: Well, no, I covered the rest of it with a beard, so that's the helping. face parts is covered that, up. Really, helping. the only thing that's exposed is to the top of the head. <laughs> and which actually, not for the glasses, people wouldn't be able to tell us apart. Yeah, exactly. Well, and... <laughs> In a, big really. way, yeah, I know. Really. in a big way I always <laughs> never because I always know I was losing my hair it's not like I tried to cover it up or do a comb over or any weird shit like that or got a toupee
2: your hair just naturally grew like a comb over
1: <laughs> yeah kind of yeah and that's another problem but I always thought about shaving it like I just have but I was always worried about my I always thought I had a really weird misshapen head like I had a lot of scars up there because it's like Spudnik it's spherical but quite pointy at parts let, let's face it I've, it, I've it's I've, legit that's, that's legit <laughs> like your head I sometimes May have maybe possibly quote unquote enjoyed one too many in my life. Apparently, from what doctors and family members and a lot of other people and apparently a sponsor all told me one time at a <laughs> meeting. And I have hit my head on a lot of things, but and I just got moonshine in me, and I decided, you know what, fuck it, I'll I'll take the chance. And actually, it's not that bad. I don't have a lot of scars or nothing going on up there. So
2: the scars on your head are easily hidden because yeah. I I've got a shitload. Yeah, and they eventually stretch out and go away.
1: I was also worried like one side was caved in while the other side was like more pointed out like my brain got squished up but I was lucky that that didn't happen either. That would require two things. Yeah. One, that you would have a brain. Well, I do. I mean, there's no way I'm not living. I'm not uh, just because I'm not smart doesn't um, mean I don't have one. A a massive fucking (laughs) skull trauma that you would know happened. This is me. So I'm just saying maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Oh, you play it up but you're not (laughs) that far gone. (laughs) Not yet. You're
2: reckless with your health when it comes to drinking and parking it up, but you're not that bad. We just no. play it up for the show. Yeah, right?
1: yeah. No, but you know, I just never know. And you know, you always kind of have those irrational worries, but I, I like the look so far. So as of right now, I'm keeping it.
2: No, I just have one question about the tattoo you decided to get on the top of the head after you shaved it. Yeah. What's with the swastika?
1: Neo-Nazis are pretty good people. I learned it from watching you, Dad. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. <laughs> I am the furthest thing from that. <laughs> well, so am I, dickwad. So you're going to join Antifa? What? Yeah. Oh, well, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Free college for everybody. I'm on the left today.
2: That's that's it. Antifa is not necessarily free college. It's no. just literally their main mission is guys. We just don't want fascism. Yeah, we just
1: don't want fascism. Can we, I thought we all could agree on that. I thought the one thing we could agree on as a country was no to fascism, but I really, I really do think there's not one thing, not one thing that this entire country could get together on and say, yes, you're right. That's bad.
2: I think the majority of people in this country can specifically say no to fascism. I it, think it's just, their are allowed squeaky wheel that gets all the greasing. Because it sells papers and it, it gets exactly people tuning it's into how channels. you get the news yeah. when
1: there's not you know when the state's not burning into the ocean. Well, that you need other news cycle things.
2: That and uh, they've infiltrated the police, so therefore they're allowed to run rampant without any recourse because the police are pretty much neo Nazis anyway. Damn, there's articles about that shit. Even the FBI is concerned about that. So really? Yes. I don't have Ruff. the shit in front of me to back me up, but I read it just today, and I'm like, holy fuck, you assholes! Damn. Yeah. No
1: <laughs> shit. That's fucking weird. So we are back to Fuck the pee, <laughs> the
0: pee, pee.
1: Well, I'm sure the ladies in our movie tonight would be thinking that halfway through what they were going through in this movie. Oh, yeah. We want to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, we might well, as well. Oh, I we, mean, we've been trying to avoid talking yeah. about it
2: for the last 10 plus odd minutes before you even talked me into doing the show
1: as, as well. I had to motherfucker. I mean, if I sat through to watch this for no reason, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> You're like, you made me come here when I thought your wife might have the flu. <laughs> I, know, I was like, I was like, hey, wait a minute. I'm rumors your wife has the flu I'm like is your home a biohazard because I can't af- well I'll Skype this motherfucker in but I can't afford to get sick
2: she got sick when yeah. she was home but she got the exact she same got cold, the that, we cold had. that we had well then I she don't just, give a shit she heeded no warning that I gave her on oh. several occasions and that she needs op- to start getting zinc she needs yeah. to do some stuff like and that still
1: open mouth kissed you and, and <laughs> you, you warned her but your animal magnetism she couldn't stop herself
2: <laughs> okay well something you should know about my wife regardless of my lack of animal magnetism or yeah. strength thereof. Uh-huh. She constantly wants kisses. Yeah, whether they're open mouth or not.
1: I'm saying she yeah. wants some of them open mouth. So if she had ballistic kisses, she's from been you.
2: home since Tuesday, well Wednesday night, right? Yeah. If there was a flu, because she got vaccinated for it. If she had yeah. it, I would have had it by now. Yeah, no kidding.
1: Because well, you we know played a,
2: We played around a round of hooky mouth. Oh yeah, a hooky mouth.
1: Yeah, <laughs> from South Park. Uh-huh. All right.
2: <laughs> Speaking of people being forced to play rounds of hooky mouth, we're talking oh. about. The Bruno Mattei film
1: Dude The jail
2: on. Colon A woman's hell Even though the DVD says The woman's hell The woman's hell Yeah So this is your first taste Of Bruno Mattei films Yeah It's yeah. um It's uh It's a thing It's,
1: it's a, a thing Yeah That that's definitely was a thing <laughs> That was made Yeah, yeah. That, that did stuff <laughs> It was a movie It was a movie In that it lasts about 97 98 minutes Yeah Something like, About an hour and a half There is somewhat of a storyline that we can was, kind of follow. It was a movie as in it was put on film mm. for other people to watch. No, it was no. never put on film. No. Oh. Well, it, it, it was... It was shot on DV. It was... Oh, DVD. Oh, oh yeah, because it is... What it was like 2006? 2006, 2006 it 2007, yeah. yeah. He, right,
2: he but, died shortly after making this film.
1: Well, I'm good. I'm guessing
2: it's from embarrassment.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, holy shit, motherfucker. R.I.P. in power. Anyway, oh, it yeah, It was. It was a f- it was a movie that was made to be watched by people, so which would make it a motion picture. And it was a
2: movie that was made to be watched by people who want to masturbate to the misfortune and suffering of Ugh, women?
1: No, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God, yeah. So it was made dude. for you. But oh,
2: dude, <laughs> did you even feel that bus when I threw you under no, it? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nope, I think it crushed my head right away. I'm dead. I'm
2: a merciful court, and I put you, you out of your you misery put, quickly you put, when I throw put, you under you a bus. Put
1: me head first. It was nice. That's how it goes. It wasn't it wasn't like the guy getting hit in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> now this is also an Intervision
2: release. Now Intervision was a corporation that did mostly direct to video movies and things like that. I'm familiar with some of their other releases, but I guess somehow they've partnered with Severin Films, and now Severin Films is re-releasing some of their catalog on their behalf. Or uh-huh. something along those lines. So what we are actually reviewing tonight is the DVD that we watched from Severn Films and the Intervision Picture Corporation that that particular release that you can get your hands on.
1: Ugh. Although I'm... I don't know why you'd want to, but okay. I'm keeping it. You're keeping it? Yeah, I'm keeping
2: this DVD. There you go. It was brutal. It made me kind of wince a couple of times. Yeah. It had some stuff in it that I was like, oh, that's... No. That's bad. bad that's movie. bad movie. <laughs> bad movie. Naughty movie.
1: The, the whole time I sit there, I, it wasn't even saying naughty movie, because naughty entails some sort of like, oh, you. That's just like bad movie. Sick. Wrong. Bad fucking movie.
2: Oh, this isn't even the most brutal Women in prison film that I've seen.
1: Really? It's up there. Yeah.
2: But it's not the most
1: brutal. It seemed like they took a lot of different genres of uh, exploitation films and shoved them all into here. That's Like a women prison one. Yeah. Almost like a cannibal one. Kinda, Uh you know. yeah, A jungle one. I mean, jungle exploitation. It's like they took different exploitation films and just said, fuck it. Here you go. That's
2: that's Bruno Mattei. He likes to make a nice smoothie of genres and make a movie that way. Yeah. The problem is is it's like, you know, the first time you try to make your own shake where you like rip up your own vegetables in the blender and you do all that stuff but it doesn't turn out quite right. Uh-huh. That's Bruno Mate's entire career of smoothie making. Uh. <laughs> I always admire what he was attempting to do, but at the same time I'm like,
1: oh nice try slugger. <laughs> that's that's nice. Yeah. You, you should just go home. So I've
2: basically front loaded this entire episode in some way, shape, or form to try and outrage you and offend you that you had to watch this movie. Yeah. Including my music choices. Really? Yes yeah, so we're gonna take a quick break oh, here. Fuck. We're gonna play a promo for our flagship legion podcast with which we are proud members yeah. to support that patreon
1: until the after tonight which they kick us at it
2: we'll have a little bit of music and when we come back we will not play the trailer because it's all sound effects and squishy Ew. stuff this'll
1: keep it quiet
2: <laughs>
4: oh hi there i didn't see it. you. you call me cutting a new show i'm bo ransdell and i'm one of the many creators you can find on legion podcasts
5: <sighs> I'm sucking through a house of pain where demons driving me insane There is no way out and there is no escape Nothing left in it Tell me why I got no love. Why my life be so fucked up I can't believe That this happened to me. I'm in a prison Yeah, I'm in a prison of pain I'm in a prison Of pain Trying to reach his slimy hands It disappears like grains of sand oh, there is no one here to catch my fall There is no help that I could call No help man tell me why I got no luck When I split is so fucked I can't believe this happened to me I'm in a prison I'm in a prison of pain
1: so is that one on the nose? What, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty on the nose. He's, he's in a
2: prison of pain. Yeah. Well, we're literally talking They're, about a prison, a prison
1: of, of pain. Yeah.
2: Whether you're watching the film or you are in the literal prison that's in the film.
1: Yeah. The jail. They the woman's it. hell. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> Can we just get into this and get it over with? Uh, define get into it. Well, like, but, like, get into it? or no, like, like, get the review going and then get it done.
2: I sense that you have some apprehension about talking about the torture and degradation and violence that was perpetrated towards women in this film
1: Well, if you don't you've got a problem or you're a sadist yeah well that too six of one half a dozen of the other just, good god
2: <laughs> well I like I said the trailer is it exists there is a trailer out there for it but it's literally just like highlight reel of all the special effects with like two or three things of dialogue and never once do they say the jail a woman's hell or the yeah. jail the woman's hell yeah so me just saying that right there mm-hmm. is more trailer than the fucking trailer that came along Jeez with the movie (laughs) all right so this film opens with three rather lovely ladies being taken by boat to what i'm assuming is the titular women's hell jail yeah and because the film opened up with dialogue and i don't feel like talking about what they're saying in the dialogue that's our very first clip
6: (laughs) why are you here dirty trafficking for dirty people my name is lisa i'm carol I whacked my pimp, that bastard son of a bitch had it coming. My name is Jennifer. I've done everything that you said,
3: and even worse. Here comes more new occupants for the House of Lost Souls. They can't imagine what's in store for them. Yeah, let's go get them. <laughs> Here are the prisoner's documents. Let's go, let's go, Khan. Keep moving, come on. Okay, let's go.
6: You know anything about this place? No. Nobody knows what anything about it.
3: It's called the House of the Lost Souls.
6: Prison must be the just punishment for the crimes you have committed. You are no longer anyone, just numbers. Now let's see if the lesson has been worthwhile. Wanna! Hole number 27 out. Let's see if the devil's hole has finally calmed her down. Come on! Warden, the prisoner is dead! 20 lashes. Proceed. I said, proceed! Move! What you have just witnessed is only an example of what will happen to whoever disobeys. The minute you entered here, you belong only to the prison. And as for the outside world, it does not exist. Always remember that if you want to survive. Last name, first name. Estrada Jennifer. <coughs> Estrada Jennifer, ma'am. Estrada Jennifer, ma'am. From now on, your names are 51, 52, and 53.
3: More flowers for our garden?
6: Yeah. It's a pity they come from the mud. <laughs> They're all yours, doctor.
2: 655321. <laughs> <laughs> the entire diatribe at the beginning were like, you no longer have a name, you just have a number. The only thing I could think of after that was from Clockwork horn 655-321.
5: Oh,
1: yeah. Was it his number? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it said enough at him. Yeah. And screamed at him. <laughs> What's your number? 69, dude. All right. So during that
2: clip, we see the women stripped and hosed down, which you can enjoy if you're a sadistic prick. Yeah. They're hosed down with a fire hose. They are then beaten and then violated under the the guise of a doctor quote unquote, examining them.
1: That motherfucker did not put on any gloves. No, nah, he just jammed that hand up in there and yep. was checking them out. Yep.
2: Yeah, a whole bunch of fucking rapey, rapey, rapey shit within the first 12 minutes. I've
1: seen puppets treated more gently than that. <laughs> not by me, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so they get
2: locked up in an overcrowded cell and they are then taught the ropes by their cellmates and once again, there's dialogue explaining all of this to you. Yeah, I and mean, why would you even write this you're right matt known human would take notes like this <laughs> that's our next clip Get
6: in. Uh, uh, you, uh, you have three new guests make them understand how things work here welcome to our grand hotel yeah, welcome to hell. Cheer up. You'll have plenty of time for thinking in here. It's a thought of freedom that will help you get along. You'll see. So, how long have you been here? An eternity. Ever since I cut off my man's balls. It seems to me there's little to be happy about. Inside here, they even punish the dead. After a while, you'll get used to it. Who told you that's your <coughs> bed, bit, bitch? Why? The bed is mine! But well, we can make an agreement. You're a very beautiful-looking chick. Mind your own business. Take
0: them! Get out of here!
6: These are the girls I told you about. The new arrivals.
3: Well, well, well. Andres! You ought to be running a different house, Warden.
6: Girls, you just don't know how fortunate you are. What did she mean by how fortunate we are? We'll discover it soon. The man who you met this morning is a governor of this region. He owns all of the whorehouses. It's that bitch of a warden that sells us to him. In here, there's no other way than to do what they want, or... Or, or what? You saw what they did to that girl this morning. No! Uh, bring me some water! Quick, get some water. Here it is. We must call for help. Take care of her. Hey! Can you hear me? We need a doctor! Hey! Hey! Yes, can you hear me? We need a it's doctor! It's useless. Can't you see there's nothing help, more help, that can be done for help, her? Help! Help! You can't do anything help. more. Don't you see that?
0: We need help! Somebody help!
3: Nothing can be done for her. I'll get you a certificate of death by natural causes as soon as I can.
0: Okay.
2: All right. So we've been talking for about um, what, maybe six minutes of showtime max about the actual coverage of the film. Yeah. We've just covered about 15 to 20 minutes of screen time right there with those two clips and what we mentioned. Pretty much. Yeah. All of this shit is your typical women in prison type flick or fair. It's, there's nothing really all that inventive or different or unique here. You get the so-called examinations that are supposed to happen. Usually they have the turn your head and cough kind of thing. It's the degradation that happens. But in this case, They have the doctor violate the women instead of the prison guards. Yes. Most of the women in prison movies that you see like this, the girls are all stripped. And then the heavily coated lesbian guard, who is usually like a big lady. Yeah. That. You know, has very short hair, comes in, puts on the rubber glove, and examines all the girls without actually changing a glove per woman.
1: Uh, that
2: happens quite frequently in some of these women in prison flicks.
1: Things that make you go, oh, I just vomited.
2: <laughs> the glove is for the guards' protection. They don't care about spreading diseases between the girls.
1: I know. It's still gross. Yeah.
2: Usually you see them get hosed down by a fire hose. Yeah. Or depending upon how low budget the women in prison flick is, it's a garden hose. You
1: want HPV? That's how you get HPV. <laughs>
2: well, it'll cure what ails
1: you. Oh.
2: At least mine will.
1: Hey. <laughs>
2: and then they you sometimes will have de lousing powder dumped on them, sometimes not. It just depends upon again the budget. Yeah. And whether or not they can afford the pound of flour to throw on the girls. <laughs> After they went them down.
1: So, you want to get the uh, pound of flour? Fuck, man, that's like three fifty now, huh? Ah, never mind. <laughs> yeah.
2: And in the Philippines, they may not have been able to get their hands on like purely white powder to yeah. look like, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, they could be powder. They,
1: they could have probably just gotten cocaine out there for like what, like a dollar or a pop, right? <laughs> Maybe. I yeah. mean, it's the Philippines.
2: Well, the, what do you think the crew got paid in, in this yeah. film? Co- yeah. Cocaine and dreams. <laughs> I mean, anybody who watches like the first ten minutes of this film, it's pretty obviously that it's been shot in the Philippines. Oh, Oh, yeah. I mean, mean, given the time frame that it happens and the fact that it's an Italian production, it's not a really big shock. But we're not really like breaking any new ground here to say that it was filmed in the Philippines. Yeah. And I verified that. It definitely
1: was. Oh, was it? Yeah.
2: But like I said, standard women in prison flick here. The warden ends up selling the women to brothels, just like you've seen in two or three of the chain heat movies, depending upon which ones you've seen. I've
1: never seen any of them. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) am I in for something coming up or? Not in the stack.
2: Alright. So you will have a while before you see those. Woo! But there are other women in prison films that I have mysteriously purchased. Mysteriously and,
1: purchased. And we have <laughs> possibly while well intoxicated. Would you, you purchase them? Did you get all shifty-eyed, wear a trench coat and a hat, and do it in the dark?
2: Yes, but it was on my phone.
1: Oh, oh that's nice. And at work. Oh. <laughs> Honey, I don't know how these women in prison films mysteriously showed up on our doorstep.
2: No, it's more like uh, sorry, Carl. I didn't mean to have that shipped to my desk. (laughs) Just ignore that weird black plastic package you just dropped on my desk. It's no big deal.
1: (laughs) At least the names of the films aren't on there. Yeah, that was a real lifesaver. Hey, Court, your bitches in caged heat just came in today. Oh,
2: if only that were a movie. (laughs) I know, right? That's a perfect women in prison film right there. Just saying. Bitches caged heat i could make that
1: movie
2: (laughs) caged bitches in heat is the sequel to bitches in
1: caged heat yeah yeah caged bitches in heat
2: so the women are getting sold in brothels and any prisoners who resist get beaten or raped by the guards and that's actually what ends up happening there at the end of the clip you actually hear two women had been dragged in and left there they had been severely beaten and mistreated, and they were calling for help and trying to get the doctor. As soon as the doctor actually shows up, he's like, yeah, we'll just say it was natural causes. There's there's nothing you can do. This woman's going to die. Doesn't even try to help.
1: Yeah, no. (laughs) Doesn't even really do much. She's dead. I'm going to cover this up for my usual fee. Yeah,
2: right. (laughs) Basically. So the two women are just left there to die in the cells, and uh, the women who were brought here at the very start of the film are then forced to bury the girl that died in the cell that they were trying to save. Ugh. While they're being forced to dig, we actually find out through some dialogue that the particular spot that they're digging in is a mass grave that is completely unmarked. And there is no real way of knowing the amount of prisoners who were buried here in this mass grave. And while they're digging, they pull up like what, two, three skulls yep. in a small, like three foot by six foot section they're digging.
1: Yeah. And this, uh, this prison doesn't look new. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume that there's uh there's a, there's, there's a the cat a crap ton of bodies there.
2: They're more or less digging through adipose tissue that has the occasional skull still in it. Yeah, something That like isn't that. really earth anymore. That's yeah. what's going on there. That's how gross that ground is. <laughs> it's a necrophiliac's wet dream. It's like a whole ground they can bang. Oh. Just rotten tissue. Oh. <laughs> it's like your dream, man. Uh, I did say it was a necrophiliac's dream, but I failed to see how that's my dream. Well. Okay, so our, our main character, who coincidentally is named Jennifer, takes us a little while to find that. She starts talking about not being able to forget about the girl that they had to bury later on in the film. She's really got that stuck in her craw and is hushed out because someone in their cell may be a spy slash a bit of a rat. And let's just talk about the bad dubbing here real quick. Let's find the rat. The bad dubbing is pretty awful. The French girl accent sounds like the British lady with the accent only pitch shifted slightly up or down to sound a little bit different. I think one person dubbed every voice in this film and then they tried to pitch shift her her, to, for all the women, anyway, to yeah. sound different. I mean, that makes sense. It's the only way to explain how horrible this dub sounds. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Either that or it was just processed. And they might very have done badly. the same man
1: for every man, too.
2: It's possible. They yeah. probably had three people that they pitch shifted around and wasn't yeah. even bothering to do different voices.
1: Probably. It was bad. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was. It was pretty horrible.
2: I'm usually the kind of person that's like, ah, nice try, Slugger. But this time I'm like, no, this dub is bad. <laughs> and it should feel bad.
1: That's, that's when that kid at t- T-Ball takes that swing, misses the ball of the T completely. You have to pull him to his side and tell him that maybe chess is in his future.
2: Mm, I don't know. If he's not that coordinated, he might not even be able to move the pieces in the right order.
1: That's true. Then that's when you got to tell him it's checkers time.
2: <laughs> You're like, sorry, bud. You can't be president unless you run on a platform of racism and nationalism. <laughs>
1: And Now we have President Trump.
2: <laughs> That's how it works. Yep. They cut away from this to slop being served in the morning, which turns out to actually be coffee, but looked an awful lot like beef stew. So I really pity these women.
1: Yeah, that That's was really gross. awful. Yeah. yeah,
2: that was vomit. Mm-hmm. That is pretending to be coffee. Ugh. They're all woken up by the guards screaming at them that they have to get to work that day. And then they're forced to basically be given this coffee for food. They're then forced to dig up muck and filth, which looks an awful lot like the mass grave from earlier in the film but we're not going to pay too much attention to that. No, no we're not. Either. We have no idea what they're doing other than some of the women are being forced to haul rocks around while the other women haul and dig up muck and filth and find rocks for the other women to haul. Yeah. But it's not like they're trying to cultivate this ground. They don't even say that they're farming. They're not doing this for a work. foundation.
1: I think it's just torture work. It's
2: literally just find rocks, haul them from one end of the prison to the other and
1: drop them. Yep.
2: That's all they're doing.
1: And so they can beat you with billy clubs.
2: Right. Well, any excuse to beat a woman with a billy club is a good thing in a women in prison film
1: thank god you added that last part
2: yeah but i could cut that out if i were still doing clips yeah (laughs) not that i you know i would advocate beating a woman with a club unless she doesn't listen
1: oh oh oh, a cold (laughs) shiver just ran down the timbers (laughs)
2: <laughs> because I'm fakely advocating misogynistic violence?
1: Yes, yes, uh, yes.
2: If you don't put them in their place, how are they supposed to learn, Matt? Oh,
1: God. <laughs> well, I don't know who make the sandwiches, but... <laughs> Right? <laughs> You're going to regret that one. Uh, we're all going to regret that one.
2: <laughs> I regret ever buying this film, and yet I want to watch it again after this. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Me too.
2: <laughs> so they're digging through the muck. They're moving stones and bricks around for no goddamn reason we can't even figure out no. other than just to watch how horrible their lives are.
1: I think it's just uh, torture. It's it's a torture.
2: It's literally an excuse for one of the women to fall because she's lightheaded and can't stand anymore and then gets severely beaten by the guards with clubs where they all surround her. And then when the women try to stop it, then the guards start beating on that fucking person. One of the toughs that are already residents of the prison actually ends up picking a fight with one of the new girls that was there trying to protect. And I don't think it was Jennifer. I think it was the French-speaking lady that gets in the first fight, right? I think so. Yeah. And so this particular fight that ends up happening just so happens to be in a mud puddle right there in the middle of all this muddy ground. And I see what you're trying to do here, movie, but uh, thanks, but no thanks.
1: No, thank you. Yeah. I mean, No thanks, movie.
2: Ordinarily ladies in skimpy outfits fighting it out in the mud is something I would pay to see.
1: Yes, I'd pay double for that kind of action.
2: <laughs> and, you know, our faithful listeners probably know that Matt and I have both actually paid for that sort of thing. Yes, we have. Usually
1: sitting across the table the t- <laughs> for, the the for one another <laughs> watching at the
2: exact same event going on, but see, those women are willing participants <laughs> yes. in a show. Yes. This isn't women being forced they to do it. They set a price. and got money for it. <laughs> and we were okay with it. And we paid that price. And they were consenting to being in that mud pit. Yes. This is Different. This is foul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So everybody joins in. Our main character of Jennifer, the British accent lady, our three main characters, quote unquote. They all join in on the fight and then it keeps going until it is finally broken up by the guards. This leads to another diatribe and some fucking lecturing and all of that. And so that is our next clip.
6: I don't think you understood our rules. It was
0: her who started. <clears throat> Babby, only when you're asked.
6: You two in the meantime will end up in the hole. That way you calm down! Get out of here! <gasps> here. No! Get out get out. A bit. get out of here! And as for you two, I advise you to be very careful of what you do if you don't want to end up like your friends and uh, consider yourselves lucky. For tonight, there's going to be a new program. Take them out! Hello. Of course, the order I gave for Valerie Doesn't count. Bring her here to me.
2: The order I gave for Valerie doesn't count. Okay, so the person that we were suspecting that there was a rat amongst their group.
0: Or yeah, there's definitely cell. a rat.
2: And there was. That's that Valerie chick who yeah. is picking fights because she knows she's insulated and she knows she's protected from the warden. Ooh, even the worst. The biggest pile of scum probably in the prison because she's selling other she's women She's a rat. Out. The cutaway from this to a go-go dance club of some sort where men are leering at women dancing around in bikinis. Now, I assume that this is supposed to be a strip club, but none of the women are taking off any of their clothes they're just kind of standing in one area yeah. shaking their money makers as it's, guys it, stare at them
1: instead of a strip club it's more like look at what you can buy
2: yes they're up there dancing go-go dances like a swamp meat for people kind of yes but not the kind that I would enjoy going to because none of the women there are actually willing to be there
1: exactly well I'm pretty sure if you're being sold you're not willing to be anywhere well
2: it's not so much selling I would I would like this kind of establishment if I knew I was renting
1: yeah <laughs> and they and were getting the, a piece the, of their they, action they, 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 they got the money for it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Then I'm okay with it. Because
1: then they're there. Yeah. Under their own volition. volition. Yeah.
2: My thing is I don't want them being sold not under their and own And you're not volition.
1: exploiting them. <laughs> kind of, maybe I don't know.
2: I'm paying for that, right?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and
1: they're getting the money. I don't know why. I feel like, like in my mind, what you just said makes perfect sense. In my heart, that felt really wrong to say. I make money from my sex work. Yes, I do.
2: <laughs> That's why you're sympathizing with these poor young ladies. Yes,
1: I've, I've been, I've been exploited. <laughs>
2: so the men are leering at the women and then they end up buying them for sex because we see one guy actually makes an offer on Mm,
1: they buy them for rape
2: Jennifer and one of her cohorts we haven't gotten just there
1: yet yeah but I'm just saying
2: he asks for those two ladies and gets exactly what he orders so they have to go over to him and it's not just a whorehouse it is a rape fest in the guise of a whorehouse
1: it's a rape house the guy seems
2: really into the idea of forcing them he doesn't really want them to be willing he actually likes it when they're fighting. When he, he likes,
1: part. oh, he smacks them. It's gross.
2: Yeah. The two ladies obviously do not want to have sex with him, and he likes that and he likes being as sleazy as fucking possible. This guy loves being a sleazy rapist fuck. Uh-huh. Basically, we're forced to watch him beat them where he knocks the one girl out. That's a Jennifer, our main yeah. character. Then he got slobbery all over top of the other girl and I think he rapes her, but they didn't film it very well to make it seem like that.
1: Yeah. They didn't. It
2: looks like he was done with her and he decided to go and attack Jennifer and wake her up so he yeah. could have have
1: her too
2: yeah or maybe he just you know got what he wanted for part of it and he, he wants was still the other in his, girl too. he was still
1: in his quote-unquote foreplay phase so he didn't started the, the raping yet
2: yeah i i don't know the one he was
1: more still in just sexual assault mode instead of full-on rape mode it's really
2: dangerous for us to try and put our minds to to understand what's going on in this guy's brain in this film because there's literally no reason for any of this other than the wanton cruelty and for you to witness it and I guess try and be entertained by it or shocked or apparently the world
1: is full of sociopaths
2: you are just now realizing that no
1: no, I mean like everyone's a sociopath
2: well I don't know about everyone but like I would say that if you're looking around the room and you're not sure who's the sociopath it's
1: you it might be you it might be you and you don't care about It. you have no feeling about it you don't even know what feelings are
2: now i feel you're just being accusatory towards me and i don't think i like that <laughs> I'm not saying that what you're saying is inaccurate.
1: I'm just saying you don't feel anything about it anyway, so what do you care? Yeah, you're right. Let's move on. All right. <laughs> you're dead in the eyes. So at one point, Jennifer ends up
2: knocking that guy out, I guess.
1: Yeah. And she then... kn- this is a weird secret. She knocks him out, so I'm getting ready to see like this uh, really horrendous thing happen to her. And after she knocks him out, all she does is prance out of the, the room and dance up on one of the guys and then walks away.
2: Yeah, she wants to pretend like she didn't actually knock the guy out.
1: But I mean, would they, like, find him eventually and go wow someone knocked him out she
2: didn't kill him she knocked him out and then she left the other girl in the room with him yeah which is pretty low
1: that is low maybe also what uh, people will think is that maybe he'll think it he was hammered like he was fucked up so maybe he's like I must have slipped and fucking fell and he'd be the exact type of asshole be like no no woman could have knocked me out (laughs) you know and so he'd be the exact kind of asshole to think that and then be like I must have just slipped and fell
2: I know a man that got knocked out by a woman yeah Yeah,
1: it's me. (laughs) I was setting you up to see if you wouldn't admit it. No, I would. You yeah. deserved it though. What? You deserved it though. I did. I did. I totally deserved it. <laughs> I got clocked the fuck out by my wife, which yeah. is why I love her. Throat punch right to the throat, man. <laughs> I thought I had to crush larynx at one point. I could breathe. Yeah, we thought you were dead. That was nice too. It, I, did. I felt did. nothing. It was even like I don't know. Why. I was mad that I was back. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, it was even a close punch. She even did like a like a freaking almost kung fu karate. She was gonna slap chop. you, but. T- yeah.
2: Her hand at the last minute and ended up. But also,
1: she was kind of drunk, so she misjudged the height. So <laughs> she kind of slapped my throat. And it ter- but turned it into a karate chop. <laughs> yeah.
2: Good times. Good I'll times. I have to see if I can convince her to do that again to
1: you someday. No, nah, that's all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm 40 now, man. I can't do that anymore. Let my wife fight my battles for me. <laughs> I do too.
2: <laughs> Why is my wife fighting your battles? I I don't know. <laughs> It's a mighty warrior. Your, your, wife, wife. Your,
1: your wife's got a lot of fight in her. <laughs> Don't I know it? Yeah. yeah. By the way, you want to talk about those bruises anytime soon? <laughs> sure. sure. I got this one on Saturday night. Uh-huh. <laughs> she hit you with a phone book again? <laughs> No. No. It
2: was a club and I asked her to.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's good. As long as it's consensual.
2: Oh, it's total. Every bruise that I get from her is consensual.
1: I didn't need you crying on my doorstep again. Except the purple nurples. Oh, yeah. That's not consensual. Are you
2: trying to insult my manhood because I brought up the fact that my wife knocked you out? No. I think you are. That's saying. Why why
1: is that insulting your manhood if you're crying? (laughs) Men can cry.
2: If my wife's beating me, I'm not showing up on your door crying.
1: Well, no. Obviously not. You're, you know, thanking her and then going to bed. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
2: That's why I was wondering if you're trying to insult my brother. No, I
1: was...
2: (laughs) Enough talking about this. I'm actually getting hot under the collar and I don't want to be that way when we're going to talk about this fucking movie at the same time.
1: Why do you have such a weird erection right now? (laughs)
2: Because I'm confused.
1: I'm really fucking confused.
2: I'm I'm, I'm outraged at this movie, but at the same time, I'm thinking about getting my ass kicked and I'm
1: really liking it. Now, now after you get beaten, though, you don't actually go right to bed. She leaves you chained for a night, right? Because, you know, that's just what she have to stay you really want to get into this with me not really but kind (laughs) of You're curious, but morbidly so. I have a morbid curiosity about my friend's sex lives, yes. Can, can you see how
2: much we want to talk about this movie, folks? I know, we
1: are so not trying to talk about this movie. All right. As he puts up the DVD case, by the way, so we all have to stare at it. That's mainly, mainly directed at you so you get to see
2: the cover of the film. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. There you go. I'll, I'll tilt it a little more so it's your direction there. There you go. Uh, let's see, where were we? Alright, so they cut away from this when she goes to dance to a shower scene and quite literally the only nudity in the film that we can actually enjoy thus far. I don't think
1: I can enjoy this.
2: Uh, they're women showering. They're yeah. voluntarily nude in the shower in the film.
1: Yeah, I There's know, no just,
2: real sexual assault going on. It's so
1: sandwiched between two quadruple decked fucking mashes of horse shit that I can't even enjoy this little slice of consensual stuff. Even
2: the consensual lesbian sex going on in the shower scene?
1: No, I can't because it seems, I don't know, man. No, I can't. I'm going to say
2: this, that scene in the shower sequence is a thank you movie.
1: Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, say- I can see it. You're you're a you're lot stronger than I am in this aspect. You can, you can turn off some things and turn on other things. <laughs> well,
2: it helps that I don't really feel much. Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> that's true. You are dead inside.
2: And this is literally the only thing in the movie where I'm like, oh finally something I can actually enjoy. Thanks, movie. Zip.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: sure, it was just this part. <laughs> oh no! The consensual scene is interrupted by a punishment because the two ladies are ratted out by the warden's sex pet. I don't oh know my what God. else to refer to her as. Yeah,
1: I totally ratted them out. What a rat! This no leads one likes a rat. This leads to the warden
2: sanctioning the gang rape of the two young women in the shower by her male guards. And at this point, all enjoyment of the film goes away once again. So fuck off movie. Fuck you movie. They dissolve from this to more bikini decked out dancing of our main character and her cohorts. Jennifer is called away from
3: the dancing squad. And that leads to our next clip from the first time I saw you. Apart from being beautiful, I understood that you are an intelligent woman. I think that we could work together. You can make your life easier if you want.
6: In what way?
3: (laughs) Consider me a friend and I can save you a lot of trouble.
6: What should I do?
3: You see, I have a special evening that I want to offer to some very wealthy friends. I think that you are the right person for this party. In exchange, you could have several good advantages that would make your life easier inside the prison.
6: I'll only do what I want to do. Nothing more. If you want to make me, then you will never have my cooperation.
3: <laughs> when I want something, I don't ask. I take it. Anyway, seeing that you don't want to collaborate, take one. You should have accepted my offer.
1: Look at it! Look <laughs> at that cover! We're playing a weird game of chess with the uh, fucking d- the DVD case for the jail, and, the women's hell. And
2: we'll, we'll describe what the cover looks like when we get to that titular that scene. scene yeah, yeah, yeah that, that particular titillating scene.
1: Ugh, why would you... <laughs> oh. oh, come on, Ah, oh. Gruesome? Yeah. I don't know, I don't feel anything anymore. <laughs> I'm hollow.
2: <laughs> Alright, so she was forced to choose a scrap of paper at the end of that particular clip there, which is the actual fate that's going to come from her turning down this.
1: Is it the actual fate, or was it maybe the fate was already known, and it was just a name.
2: Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Pure fact of the matter is, this is a torture that she's going to be subjected to, and that particular torture is her being hung by her wrists by some manacles, and forced to watch as her friend, or one of the ladies from the prison, I couldn't tell which, because we don't really focus much on the women, they're just pieces of meat to be butchered, essentially in this film. Kinda, yeah. She's tied to the bed, and a clan of men get wheeled in in a wheelchair, or walk in under their own volition and sit down around the bed in a circle. While she's tied up naked, both her legs are bound and held in place and so are her arms, so she cannot struggle. After the men all circle around her, another man walks in with a large fucking basket that contains a boa constrictor of some sort. They take the snake out of the basket and lay it on top of the woman. Now, the cover of the film is a woman tied up with a snake being walked over to her. Yes, They are selling this film based on the scene I am about to describe with the poster.
1: Oh. Fuck off movie Fuck you movie That's gruesome
2: Alright so I'm not sure If this snake is supposed To be poisonous at first Because when they layer on there They say something about Don't make it Don't make a noise You don't want to scare the
1: snake Yeah it, it, But it did not look like A poisonous snake No it's like, a fucking it boa big. constrictor yeah. yeah
2: It's obviously a boa constrictor
1: It can't it, it, It's bite doesn't kill it's, it's it's constricting And fucking That shit will kill you
2: Yeah But I'm not sure exactly How they're trying to portray I this
1: think, I think they're portraying it As a poisonous snake And they just want you to Suspend belief for a little bit <laughs>
2: Whatever So anyway, the whole idea that they're trying to do is they keep positioning the snake and repositioning it in such a way as to try and convince it to cross through Heaven's Gate on the young lady's crotch. Now... This film very brazenly focuses in on her vagina. Yes. You get to see the vulva. Yeah. Quite literally (laughs) right there, dead center on the screen. You see the the faux montette. The snake goes across it several times, just wiggles its way back and forth across the top on just the outside of the vagina Mm -hmm. and the vulva and the lips and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So the film continues to hold there as they keep repositioning the snake over and over again. This entire sequence is just a shot of making you think about a snake crawling into a woman's crotch. That's it. Yeah. That's all they want to do. Yeah. That's what they chose for their poster kids. Uh-huh. Wow, fuck
1: off film. You're a bunch of fucking weirdos.
2: It does not shy away in any way shape or form from constantly showing the crotch of this particular young lady. It is also heavily implied that the damn thing went up into her before the scene cuts away and she screams in pain and then goes silent as though the snake bit her or caused some kind of serious irreparable damage crawling inside of her. Film doesn't really do much other than let you live that to your imagination but uh, why is that going to be the thing that you try to sell your movie with your cover for?
1: Because you know who you're selling this movie to? (laughs) Me, apparently. Well, (laughs) you're doing a show. I mean, you are a sick fuck, but you're doing a show. But it's mainly to sick fucks who just want to see the most most brutal shit they can. Let's back this up here. Uh I didn't buy
2: this specifically to do it on the show. Oh. I bought it because I knew it was going to be a nasty women in prison film. So, See? I knew what I was getting into.
1: Some people wanted to see brutal shit.
2: Or so I thought I knew what I was getting Ugh. into. The only part of this that I'm really offended by is how badly made the film actually is. Yeah. The film is not made well. It's cheap. It yes. feels like a bad porn without the porn. Yeah. <laughs> So they cut away from all of this to another whipping of another prisoner who was saved at the last minute by the rape pimp. So it's a different woman at this point. Yeah. So they pull someone out of the fucking box and they're going to go ahead and fucking whip her and torture her. And I think it's the French speaking or sounding lady that was in the box from the fight. Yeah. I think. And she's supposed to get whipped, but the rape pimp. Now that's what I refer to him
1: as. Yes, because he is the rape pimp. He's selling rape. He wants to, he wants to sell sell her for rape so that's all he doesn't want to damn her his the merchandise damaged
2: so he saves her for that specific thing so they drag another woman out just to basically have her beaten for the wanton cruelty that is the warden's thing that she gets off on so they dissolve from this to the women digging another grave which is apparently the girl who got bitten slash entered by the snake or was it the woman who got dragged out and beaten it doesn't matter what they're trying to establish here is that life is cheap and none of these women should matter to you other than objects of torture and degradation for your enjoyment.
1: Oh, God. Am I wrong? I know, but I just threw up my mouth a little bit. (laughs) Well,
2: while you try to chew that back and situate yourself, we will listen to our next clip.
6: We should make these damn assholes pay for this. Yeah, but first, we need someone to get us out of this hellhole. And how? We've thought of a plan to escape. (laughs) Come on, hurry up. Give me a hand.
5: Hey, help
6: her. Bitch, bitch. No. You bitch, bitch. Come on. Those two whores got exactly what they deserved. What the fuck did you say? Just what you heard. Don't leave me. You promised to take me with you? Sure. Uh, don't worry. What a
0: shit. Bitch of a whore!
2: Okay, so it looks like that was the friend of our main character when you she know. came in on the prison, yeah. and I don't know if it was one of the two lesbians that were being gang raped by the guards because they show the men guards bringing in two women, and I think that's who it was supposed to be and was one of them her friend. Again, the film doesn't bother to try and point that out or give you a name or even make any of these women look like anything other than meat for the beast to be degradated. Once and
1: again, though, as a prison snitch, aren't you like supposed to keep that quiet? Because <sighs> you're going to have to be a general so I don't I don't know yeah you're not you you don't want that out in the open that you're the prison snitch
2: in every other women in prison film that I've seen yeah you don't want that out there but this woman is brazen
1: about it because she feels she is untouchable this that really goes wrongly for her later but we'll get there
2: yeah looks like it was in fact the friend as we were talking about from the main character or something along those lines Jennifer is obviously upset and I'm guessing it's the snake attack or was it the two women because I think they bring back two I don't don't know if that was one of them that got attacked by the snake or what the fuck was even going on there but yeah they were obviously horribly beaten and mistreated so I'm guessing it was the lesbians at this point I'm not sure from the showers their little sex scene probably
1: whatever it's fucking horrendous yes it's all bad there's nothing <laughs> good about this and it's hard
2: to tell because again they're just pieces of meat to be beaten and misused in this film for your enjoyment
1: folks Ugh, I hate that <laughs> you hate that I hate that and why are you furiously masturbating as we talk about it because I'm thinking about something else. <laughs> trying to distract yourself. Compartmentalizing is really <laughs> awesome.
2: It would have been funnier if you would have made the clerk's reference. I'm going, it's done out of fear.
1: <laughs> it's done out of, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> done out of fear. The animated series that no one watched. No, but they should have.
2: This ends up leading to another fight. The warden sex pest ends up fisting it out with the British lady and not in the kind of way that you'd want to see. They're actually just throwing punches at each other. Yeah. Technically, they're just pulling each other's hair. Let's not. Yeah, let's they're not. Words. This yeah. is not a very good fight. No. This results in the Brit being dragged off to the cage quote unquote and the sex pet of the warden gets served a glass of booze of some sort. Was that whiskey? What the fuck was that? I it think was, it was whiskey, yeah. yeah. I couldn't really it was a brown fluid of some sort it that was I'm whiskey. assuming was liquor. It looked like a liquor bottle. So she chugs that down and rats out this entire escape plan that was discussed earlier and it turns out that this lady is a dope fiend so she's been giving up all of this information so the warden can give her some more drugs. Yeah. I guess? I don't know. Film doesn't really focus in on any of this. This is just what
1: I can glom from what I've seen. They're just putting things in that makes sense for a prison movie.
2: They're hitting all of the tropes of a women in prison flick, yes. The Brit
1: lady is then dragged off
2: screaming no and throwing a whole fucking tantrum before she's thrown into an underwater cage because apparently everyone here has seen the deer hunter and they wanted to recreate that scene. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you're not wrong. They cut from this to the women cooking in the prison kitchen
1: when the rat comes in to talk some shit. It, Real quick. Why would you do this? Okay. okay. Number one, you don't ever let anybody know you're the rat. And then number two, if they find out you're the rat, you don't go be brazen about being the rat. Maybe this can get summed up and explained to you in our next clip.
6: That shit friend of yours got what was coming to her. By now, the rats are having a banquet on her flesh, chewing on her beautiful cunt Of cum laude. So now, what are you going to do without her? You can't change me! You know, it's not worth trying! You're just a looted spy!
1: Why would you do it? What were you thinking?
2: It's... A giant excuse to have a prison fight that breaks out in the kitchen yeah. and then have the women surround one woman and beat her to death.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. And they <laughs> sir did. This film is a trope of tropes. Yeah.
2: It's a, it's a game of tropes. If you will, it
1: sits, <laughs> it sits on a throne.
2: <laughs> women in prison. It's a bunch of tropes. Women in prison. It's a bunch of tropes. Game of tropes. Game of trope. <laughs> women in prison. In a prison. In prison. In a prison. prison. <laughs> it sits upon a throne of previously made women in prison films that have been melted down by dragon fire. Yes. <laughs> and that's what this film is. Sweet. And Darren, you got a whole bunch of work ahead of you. Yeah. There.
1: Get, <laughs> get to chop, chop, get to work. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Well, no.
2: Please, sir, may we have some more. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. oh, you're right. I was like, please, sir, may I have some more? All of the
2: women turn on the rat slash warden's sex pet and beat the ever loving shit out of her. And I'm assuming they beat her to death.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. The film well,
2: doesn't really let us know.
1: Well, they kind of let you know when you see her strung up. They dissolve from this to the British woman
2: fighting off the rats in the cage that they borrowed from the set of The Deer Hunter.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: They dissolve from that to the dead woman on display that Matt spoiled for all of us like we couldn't see that coming. Yeah, I was about to say. The warden's not happy about this, but she decided to hang the woman up so that everyone can see did her they hang, on their way to lunch.
1: hang the woman up or did the girls hang the? woman up and then she just she says something
2: about now you have to see it on your way to lunch or something like uh, that
1: maybe like hey now you have to smell it and see what you guys did
2: yeah we're gonna put this right next to your food we're not yeah. gonna clean it up or whatever
1: yeah like a
2: corpse would put these ladies off their food after everything they've been through right
1: some of them may like it, it involved, i mean it was a rat <laughs>
2: rats can be good eating if you cook them right yeah, well well <laughs> Anyway, we're not going to focus in on this too much. They have to delay their escape plan until they can get the British lady out of the cage because she couldn't keep her shit together and had to get into a fight. Yeah. Not in any way, shape, or form a plot contrivance to drag the fucking runtime of this film out from 70 minutes to
1: 98. I think we probably could have gotten this done at about 60 and gone home in an even hour.
2: Uh, I think 75 minutes for an exploitation film of this caliber is perfect. You get a little bit of setup. You get a little bit of travel time to the prison. Yeah. You get your establishing stuff. You get your wanton cruelty You get your nudity in Yeah You need at least 12 minutes of shower scenes Which this film was definitely lacking Yeah So that's why you need 75
1: Okay, I gotcha
2: Because you need 12 minutes of total shower scenes Uh Uh-huh These ladies need to get clean after a hard day's work Shower scenes They cut away from this to the nightclub once again And Jennifer trying to keep her wits about her As she goes to execute another plan in our final
3: clip You asked to see me?
6: I thought about your proposition, and I decided to accept.
3: Mm. How come you changed your mind?
6: I'm tired of living in that shithouse of a penitentiary.
3: You know, you really are a big whore. Thanks. I'm really glad you thought it over. With me, life will be different.
6: How many girls do you need for the evening?
3: Whatever you want. You will organize everything. I told her that she can have any girl she wants. But there's something that doesn't convince me about this sudden change of mind.
6: Valerie told me of a possible escape that Monica and Jennifer and the other prisoners are planning.
3: Then let it be. I just had an idea that I'm sure both of you will like.
2: Okay, so here's where the film takes a left turn and does something a little different than any other women in prison film. Yeah, sort of. I mean, there's a few other prison films that end with this sort of scenario, and I'm thinking Turkey Shoot is one of them, but that's beside the point. (laughs) Okay, so after this, we see the women sleeping and the Brit woman losing her fucking mind in the cage once again. That's when the pimp talks to the warden that we just heard there at the end of the clip. The women are dragged onto a boat where all of them have hood dragged over their heads. And did you notice the guard kept dropping the bags before I yes. could put them over the women's heads? Yep. But instead of reshooting it or anything like that, they just kept
1: going because they don't got time. Yeah, they're so, running out of time, man. They all get bagged and the ship then sets
2: sail to what seems to be a wild sex party of some sort with a whole bunch of cocaine, bikini dancing. It seems like there's no rape in this one, but the women don't really, aren't well. they're not really willing. They're just there, so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe, it's,
1: like, maybe they're not all prison women.
2: It's not forced, but it's... It's certainly coerced in a way that makes it still sexual
1: assault. It's very much, it's forced in the way that they're only doing this as a means to an end to escape.
2: In my younger days, I would confuse this as consensual because I didn't know any better.
1: Exactly. (laughs) But now we are, as the young people say, woke.
2: Well, and in the time frame that I would have been watching this in like the 80s and the 90s when I watched women in prison films, you know, the culture was different and I was not educated properly. Exactly. But you learn an awful lot whenever you actually look at a woman as another human being. How dare you? I mean, In the 80s, how dare <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. All right. How so...
1: dare you expect these people to look at another people as human beings?
2: Now, with all the cocaine flying around and the people drinking and having a good old time at the start of this thing, I'm starting to think that this might just be the rap party that they threw in here.
1: Just like, guys, we're going to bring the camera to the rap party. What, what?
2: Yeah, we, we need some extra footage of wanting, you know, sexual craziness and drug use. So yeah. let's just film the rap party
1: and go for it. Hey, man, that's Hollywood, babe.
2: The host makes some kind of announcement of a special meal of some sort, which is women covered in sauces and various meats Ugh. that are then dragged in for a very decadent eating sex orgy combination. And here's where I knew Matt was throwing up in his mouth. Yeah, because food it, play is uh, not your thing. Uh, I'm
1: not in the food play. That is not my kink.
2: The men and women are all passed out across the floor. And so Jennifer wakes up and then starts waking up the various ladies of her specific crew to make the escape. They're all bikini clad once again, and they make their escape bikini clad, but also grab their particular prison uniforms and try to flee from this compound. They run through a tropical forest. I can't quite call it a full on jungle because it just looks like a bunch of coconut trees on an island somewhere. They stop to catch their breath and decide to hunker down somewhere for the night and then look for the sea in the morning because the sea is their whole salvation, apparently. Yes. This whole entire thing was set up so the men could essentially just play the most dangerous game. Hunting people. They're going to start hunting the women. At some point, the hunters use native men as if they are hunting dogs. So fuck you, movie. That's not cool. Yeah, it was
1: fucking weird.
2: One woman is killed by a spiked log as the other ladies are running away and it's like one of those spiked lobs swinging trap kind of things that you see. Mm -hmm. and here's where we get the influence that Matt was talking about where it's like a kind of a cannibal film but they don't actually eat any of the women that they capture no
1: but I mean you know the kind of tribal exploitation
2: yeah and the traps and all of that kind of stuff yeah it's it's racist is what it is very racist but it's an Italian film so what are you going to do folks Mm, while the women are running away from the one who got spiked by the trap they happen upon a dead inmate hanging from the trees by her neck with a machete shoved into her vagina the film does not shy away from showing you the prosthetic vagina with the giant knife sticking out of it. Oof, that, rough. That didn't look real, but the implication was real enough that I was like, holy fuck.
1: And then they, of course, went ahead and went through what they did to her, so.
2: Here's the thing, that's, that's horseshit what she says, but we'll
1: get there. Okay.
2: There is a sign that actually says their fate will be worse than death, which is written in blood, which was kind of a cool idea. This is very gruesome and it kind of captures my attention. Mm-hmm. Then Jennifer says that she was raped. Hung and quartered. Yeah. Do you know what quartering is, Matt? Yeah, and that's not it. She clearly was not quartered.
1: No. She has all four limbs still attached. Yeah. They, they, there's legs and there's arms there. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. They. She wasn't drawn quartered.
2: And I would assume that it's a logical conclusion that she was raped, given that they violently shoved a machete in her oh, vagina. Yeah. So yes, yeah, sexual assault was probably part of what they did, but she still had her arms and her legs, so she was not quartered. She was not. Quartered. No. (laughs) Okay, film. I'm not buying
1: it. Yeah. Just before his head died.
2: He had a prophecy. He had a prophecy. He hung in there for a while. and It wasn't natural causes either,
1: man. <laughs> yeah. Wow, 183. He really hung in there. Not exactly a man of the people. Dude, I'm on the back page of two of three, so we're almost we're just, there. We're almost there, but god damn. This we're f- getting to some moments I don't really want to talk about.
2: See, this is the kind of stuff I want to talk about, because this film went there, and I was like, holy
1: fuck. I know. Fuck. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Jennifer pulls the machete
2: out of the dead woman, and until she pulls it out you just thought it was a regular knife and then you see it's a giant fucking machete that they used to impale her so when she rips that out of the dead woman's twat on a vomit meter scale of one to ten Matt where were you at
1: um I was at about when they ripped it out you know because I could kind of see even I could see it was fake that part didn't bother me so much I was at about about a four or five the implication though the implication could like jack it up a bit but I because it was kind of so fake I didn't I just didn't and also once again the <laughs> she was drawn and quartered and much like <laughs> you, I'm like, she has all oh, four limbs. Did she have four other limbs that we didn't know about? <laughs> they <cut> the- <laughs> Is she Gordo? Spider women. Is she Gordo from fucking Mortal Goro. Kombat? Goro. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, now I have another question for you. When they first come upon her and you just see the knife sticking out, even though it looked kind of fake, were you higher on the vomit meter?
1: I was about a six.
2: Okay, so uh, it dropped not, down by Not so much a vomit
1: turn. meter, but like one of the, you know, how you think you feel pain? Yeah. Like someone stubs their toe and you're like, ah, <sighs> That's, that still counts as vomit meter. Is that, so that okay? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a six. visceral reaction. Yeah, it's just I, I'm calling
2: it vomit okay. meter. Okay,
1: that's right. Yeah, about a six. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna get worse
2: so for me I was like oh that's pretty gruesome but that looks pretty fake and then when yeah. they pulled the machete I'm like how did they do that that was quick and I'm, I just kind of saw that scene and I have to admit I backed it up because I wanted oh, to try and figure out how yeah. they did it
1: well I mean you know science right well special effects yeah
2: and um, I still didn't quite get it other than maybe it was a fake body or the, it had to be a fake body or maybe the knife went through the prosthetic and out the back away from where it would hurt the girl I'm sure it was a fake body either way some booty juice got on that knife Uh huh. That's what. I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> And then she immediately wipes it off with her injured hand. Yeah. <laughs> the the wrapping on her hand, she wipes the blood off of and the she knife. She wonders
1: why it burns when it pees later. I she, guess she I can't wonder know. anymore.
2: The women are then pursued after she wipes off the machete and says that it's good that they have a weapon or that they left it because of their careless yeah. or something yeah. like that. And they run off as the hunters start to close in. The women stumble onto yet another woman who this time is impaled on a pike Ooh. and are justifiably outraged. They've had enough after this one. I forgot what the sign said. But it said something about you're fucked,
1: basically. Y- your fate will be worse.
2: No, that was the first one. Oh your no,
1: fate, I, your f- fate will be worse than hers.
2: And then this yes. one is: Do you have no hope or yeah, something? Yeah, no hope. Yeah, you have there no is, hope. There is there is no hope there for you no or something hope. like that. Yeah. And the women, like we said, are justifiably outraged by this. But then there's more running from the hunters. We don't really get some time to process this particular death. Yeah. One woman ends up falling behind and ends up getting headed off at the pass where she is shot several times by the hunters in extreme slow motion, obviously to pad out the run time. Yes. Wow. <sighs> Just serious runtime padding the entire time she's yeah, being shot. That,
1: I, yeah. Oh my god. And by the way, they're shooting them with shotguns and it's like they're regular rifles. Reg- I mean, these guns that they are shooting her with should have blown her halfway to kingdom come. Yeah. It
2: could have been pump action rifles because they do exist. My grandfather had no. a 35 Remington that uh, was pump maybe,
1: action. Maybe. I don't know. They looked an awful lot but, like shotguns to me. Right. But the
2: important thing is sometimes when they fire they're like shotgun blasts and sometimes they're just like regular bullets because that's what they could afford for the budget. Yeah. It is a long, drawn out, boring as fuck and annoying death that takes forever. Mm-hmm. But before she can actually fall over dead and die when she's begging for help, they then strip her nude and start tossing her around and begin raping her, even licking the blood off of her body from oh. the gunshot wounds.
1: Right. We're at a seven.
2: When she's covered in
1: blood, oh, pump it up to a 7.5. It
2: is fucking gruesome. Oh. Gruesome, and again, the film has my attention because it went there. Yeah, I'm not enjoying this. I'm outraged by it, and it's something that I hadn't seen before. So this is making me want to keep the DVD Ugh. and watch the movie again.
1: oh
2: sometimes I like to be disgusted with myself when I, I watch ca- movies. Yeah, yeah
1: my, I'm getting that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this puts you at a seven?
1: Uh, yes, seven, seven point five. The way the
2: men strip her down and then start tossing her around and licking blood off of her Ugh. is
1: pretty goddamn gross. Yeah,
2: particularly whenever they get up in on the wounds with their tongues
1: oh god yeah (laughs) you had an eight yet 7.5 still we're coming up on eight though we're coming up on well beyond eight soon (laughs) the women continue
2: to run i wonder why but notice they lost the woman that has been abused and shot all to shit and is being currently raped and decide it's best to keep running. That was probably the wisest decision they've made the entire film. One of them is caught again in a snare and is hung upside down. And before the women can go back to cut her down, the native men all surround her. And then the hunters take notice and take a couple of pot shots at the women, making them run away before they can fully make a chance to try and save her. They have to go off and save themselves. The woman in the snare is then tormented and laughed at they cut away from that to the remaining three women running and then they cut back to the snared woman is being dragged completely nude through the forest by the hunters she is then tied to a tree first by the throat then through the midsection and holding her arms in place her tongue is then cut out because she's screaming too much and they said to make her shut up and it's done with a Rambo knockoff knife we're not even at the part that's really disgusting Uh, no
1: that's that's (laughs) we're, we're gonna we're not there yet okay
2: and then with the dead rambo knife that we saw before that rambo knockoff knife is then used to saw off one of her breasts and then the other breast the man severs off one of her nipples cuts it off and then while it is bleeding the monster decides to drink the blood from her breasts if he is feeding from her nipple like a newborn we are (laughs) 10
1: we hit (laughs) 10
2: that made me go (laughs) oh so that's the closest to 10 i ever get that's a 10
1: It's 10. (laughs)
2: That was vomitous, man. I hit 10. When the film went there, I was like, this is as close to a cannibal movie that you can get without actually showing full-fledged cannibalism because the guy's drinking blood from a severed nipple. (laughs) If you think that's bad, you wait till we actually start covering cannibal movies, Matt.
1: I know, right?
2: (laughs) And you will suffer. They cut away from that, thankfully, to more shots of the women running and they are all out of breath, so they stop to scratch their breath. The woman speaking with a French accent Is bitten by what is supposed to be a poisonous snake, but looks an awful lot like the boa constrictor from earlier in the film. Yeah. But we'll buy it. Sure, why not, movie? Whatever. She's given the only weapon that the other two women have and told not to be taken alive if she has any chance. The other women go running off as she sort of looks like she's dying there at the tree. A hunter stumbles onto what we assume is her body because she's holding still and looks awfully fucking dead. And as he approaches, we see she is still alive and reaching very carefully for the machete that dropped by her side and she ends up gutting the motherfucker with the machete. She gets him real good up in the guts with it before he pulls out the blade and chops off her fucking head. That was pretty cool. (laughs) That was an interesting group of effects there. I like that. Just after this the two surviving women, the British-speaking lady and our main character of Jennifer, decide to go back to help her for some reason, mainly because I think it's convenient for the plot.
1: Yeah, plot plot convenience
2: here. They, they go back there and find the hunter dead as well as their female friend. They take his guns but leave the machete for some reason. Yep. Everything helps and blades don't need reloading ladies. Exactly. So they run off before the hunters arrive just in time to find the dead man. The Brit has had enough She is tired of running and decides to turn around and stand and fight. She's going to make her last stand and sacrifice her life to save Jennifer. So she sends Jennifer off to tell the world about this woman's hell that is the titular jail. Then I'll be back. Jennifer finds a river and starts to follow it, sort of, but then crosses it, but then doesn't, but then crosses it again. And then looks like she's running down it. I don't think the film knows what the fuck they want Jennifer to do. She's just supposed to run around a bunch of water. The hunters step up to the British lady who takes out the rape pimp. She shoots him first square in the guts. Then shoots him straight in the heart. I think the rape pimp should have been shot in the crotch. I do too. That should have been the final blow before they kill her.
1: Yes. You missed an opportunity there, film. Come on, movie. Get on board. The hunters
2: are getting ready to step up and fucking kill the Brit woman, but the warden steps in and stops them to save her in yet another plot contrivance to keep the british woman alive yes they cut from this to the hunters go after jennifer there's like what three of them left at this point uh-huh. who makes a big fucking jump off of a giant goddamn waterfall under heavy fire from the hunters i use heavy fires a, a colloquial term it was it was a mild serial figure suppressing fire yeah doesn't matter because the stunt was awesome
4: suppressing fire
2: The stunt was awesome. Yeah, the stunt was awesome. The jump off of the waterfall looked really incredible for what it was shot on. Yep. She falls into the pool underneath and is assumed dead because that's how deliverance worked, right? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: Exactly,
2: because <laughs> if she does survive the fall, there are also apparently crocs in the river or whatever, or the hunters are just feeling lazy and they don't want to go
1: after her. I can't swim. Don't worry. It's the fall that'll kill you. They cut from this to the prison
2: as the prisoners are put into a lineup to be shown what to expect when they try to escape, which is apparently to be hung with a hood on your head, which seems an awful lot less horrible than the other shit that these women were
1: suffering. I know right that seems downright almost humane humane right compared to everything
2: else this is humane and and somewhat ethical for this prison but before they can actually hang the British lady a bunch of men show up to arrest the warden in a bunch of black cars and it turns out that Jennifer made it out of the prison and is there in a very classy business casual kind of suit thing yeah it looks like almost they were going to try and make her an undercover cop but then at the last minute decided not to give her a badge but they dressed her up like she would have been an undercover cop she's
1: dressed up just like the warden lady right so, so she's she now some, the new warden maybe? i think she might be the new warden because oh uh, well we'll get into it here in a second
2: whatever anyway she shows up and the british lady is then saved as she takes her off there and the warden is driven off by all the men and then the pair the british lady and jennifer our main character walk off nothing is really resolved but fuck you you don't need to really have any answers for anything as far as this movie's concerned because it rolls credits yeah
1: Okay, so you're assuming that she's now the new warden? Well, only because like all the cars that brought her there all leave. And the only thing she does is takes the woman back. Yeah. So it's almost like and they walk away, like to the building. So it's almost like maybe she's gonna be the new warden now. <laughs> and everyone else has to deal with her. Meet the new boss. Yeah. Same as the, the old, old boss. boss. Yeah. Power corrupts absolutely. <laughs>
2: Maybe, or maybe she's going to reform the prisoner and it'll no longer be the woman's hell. It'll be the woman's rehabilitation.
1: Yeah. I think that's supposed to be the answer because, you know, that's the
2: sequel, the jail, the woman's rehabilitation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be the jail. The women's not at the best time in the world, but definitely not hell. It's just a normal prison where we're going to do our time prescribed by the courts and then we will leave. Would you recommend this for someone to view? Yes. If they were you, <laughs> if they were someone if who someone was someone looking like for you. something particularly nasty. Yeah. Like, dude, I want to see something nasty, brutal and horrifying and, and just fucking just really uh, out there fucked up. Uh-huh. I'd be like, I'd be like, do you care about acting? No. But then I've. What got about the... good dubbing? Yeah. Do you, do you care about good dummy? No. The worse, the better. Well, then, sir, do I have some news that will make your fucking week?
2: Are you aware of a man named Bruno Matai? And do you know that he makes things that could possibly be considered films?
1: No. Do I have a story to tell you? Oh, no.
2: <laughs> I would recommend this for the same thing. Now, this is not something that you would really offer a group watch unless they're sick fucks like you. Yeah. Or you're trying to outrage your friends and make them
1: leave your house. Oh, so this is going to be at the next party? <laughs> This would be the kind of movie I would play on my birthday. Like the very, the very last film of the night. Would you, with the when the stragglers are really lynching their claws into your, your couch, and you're like, "Fuck this." <laughs> I don't
2: have to do that anymore. I would literally just tell people to leave. I know,
1: yeah. You would.
2: (laughs) Be like, I'm going to bed. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. In the old days, I would put a movie like this in. Yeah, yeah. Which would either bore you, outrage you, or in this case, both. Yes. Yeah. No. up until the point where the wild hunt, quote unquote, actually ends up happening, this film's kind of like, you're... standard fare, which goes a little bit more into the Ilsa She-Wolf of the SS, sort of torture rapey sections for women's prison than anything else.
1: Yeah. Um, I think this is, a, this is our first women-in-prison exploitation film, isn't it? No. We, no? we did, did The we Naked just, Cage like a couple right. of weeks That's right. We ago, just man. did The Naked Cage. That's yeah. right. Sorry. Yeah.
2: And we did another one that was sort of a women-in-prison film, kind of.
1: Yeah.
2: Or it had some aspects of it. But The Naked Cage is the first official one that we've done this year. This is the second one. Of the two that we've done, this is definitely the nastier and the harder to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Although the naked cage had an awful lot of fucking rape in it. Yeah. Too. that
1: was a lot of rape,
2: but this was a lot sleazier and a lot more gross. Yeah. You watch men drooling over women and it doesn't glorify and it doesn't try to make it pretty. And it doesn't try to film it like it's titillating. Yeah. Which I would accuse the naked cage of. Yes. <laughs> which is really gross. Yes. But I mean, the thing that makes me want to keep this DVD and makes me actually glad that I own it is that it went in that really weird off the cuff, insane wild hunt at the
1: end of the Film. It went, it, it did, like we said, it tried to take every exploitation film and put it into a 90 minute movie.
2: The last, what, third of the film when they actually get into the hunt part mm-hmm. is really good. Yeah. And I kind of wish they would have went that direction instead of seeing the violence degradation and rape.
1: Yeah. Just, uh, uh, you know, almost if like the, the jail, the women's hell, you get them all together and said, instead of them having an the escape plan, you say, okay, we're going to let you fight for your freedom and like give a group of women because like all these men got tired of doing all this raping. Yeah. And they wanted something else. So it's all right, we'll let you hunt them and you know, just promise you'll get them all.
2: Well, that's Turkey shoot. The movie that we're okay. That I mentioned that was very similar to this. Yeah, That's, pretty much turkey shoot. You put it in the future. You have a werewolf guy with a top hat and a vest for no reason at all other than it's just a weird Australian exploitation film. Awesome. And you have Steve Rails back in it and uh, played Norman Bates' mother, Olivia Hussey. Okay. And Olivia Hussey, I think, is the actress that was in that as well. And then a couple of your staple like Australian actors in that, which is a much better film than The Jail the Women Tell. Yeah. We'll get there eventually. Put yeah, there you go. The stack. Overall, though, I would say this film is worth a
1: watch. If it's for a very particular audience
2: but you have to know ahead of time what you're in, what's in brutal. store for you judging by the cover you would think it's kind of brutal but what you actually get is holy fuck that was brutal
1: that is fucking uh, unbelievably brutal <laughs> horrendously brutal
2: alright so we have a little bit of follow up from last week's psyop news that we gotta get to that Darren yes. kind of enlightened us on and then we'll have some actual fucking news as well so what we're gonna do now is we're gonna take a little break here we'll play a promo for a podcast that sure wishes it didn't have to follow the jail the women's hell <laughs> it's resurrecting itself from the dead, by the way, folks, so keep your eyes out for this particular podcast. We'll have a little bit of music, and when we come back, we will do the psy News. Want to learn more about horror directors? With a lighthearted look at three of their movies? Meet fearless podcaster, Gore Blimey. I've been unsettled by bats in the past and startled by parrots, and I've even been known to jump at the odd cockatoo.
4: Discover horror films that are classics, and others too. There's a topless aerobics massacre, an exploding rock singer, cannibals, nude martial
2: Arts, a but it's not all silliness. You'll get proper movie breakdowns, opinion, and background information too.
4: Yep, in the 80s and 90s, Jeff Stryker was huge in
2: gay
3: porn. In every sense. So if you're a horror film fan, come and check out the Trilogy of Terror podcast at strangeanddeadly.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or on your podcatcher.
4: One of those people that has a certain charisma and a certain style, and I'm just hoping one day he'll rub off on me the
5: trilogy
1: of terror podcast where we try three times harder to give you the willies fucking vo.
2: <laughs> i just searched for the word hunt for music yeah, yeah. in my itunes and i was like oh that's 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 uh that's wrong that's i, gotta, I do that. ridiculous
1: <laughs> you know what else is fucking that's ridiculous man? god damn ridiculous what's that give me some psyop
0: news
1: You said we had a follow-up. We sure do. Darren
2: Wilson. Yeah, our boy Darren from yeah. the Psycho-Semantic Podcast, also known as the Psycho-Semantic Cast.
1: is the guy who made the uh, Laminate uh, Configuration. L- l- I don't l- even lament. know. Lament. Lament. Configuration. Lament Configurations. Uh, they bought uh, the, And he's raffling extra in his group. He, uh, uh, is the singer for a band who was supposed to play a gig at that haunted hoochie until they found out it was Swashka Saturday, and they canceled. Uh,
2: you the- actually did read the tweet that they said the reason why they canceled and that's what he's following up on. Oh, okay. So this Haunted House Courts controversy like that and this particular group decided that they will not be playing that. Yeah. Now, part of the controversy that Darren posted in there is apparently these guys, this particular band does piercings and suspensions and other Yeah, they things do as part of things like
1: flesh suspensions, bed of nails on stage uh-huh. and uh horror performance stuff. But, you uh, what they won't do is neo nazis are pretty good people. They're right? not into that. They, won't, not, they, they won't they
2: won't perform will- for a saturdays
1: no they will not thank you, god you, you can hang them
2: by their own flesh with hooks but don't you dare ask people to wear swastikas around them yes which yeah. is, a, is a good line to draw i think
1: that is a good line that's where you want it that's <laughs> where you want the line to be at america is you know? a bunch of cunts We got another news story that I wanted to report on. Texas woman's divorce ends an explosion of wedding dress felt 15 miles away.
2: Explosion of wedding dress?
1: Yes. (laughs) I'm a cunt. Yeah. She blew up her wedding dress. It was felt 15 miles away. I have the most confused erection right now. (laughs) This is her blowing it up. If you look at that picture, that looks like a nuke going off in the desert. But why blow up
2: your wedding dress? I don't no, understand. She I...
1: fucking hates her husband. Uh, a uh, Texas woman ooh, tears are good lube. Yeah, well, a Texas woman found a creative way to finalize the end of her fourteen year marriage with more than just a signature. Circle jerk! All that's right. what she's gonna close it with. Uh Kimberly, I'm not even going to pronounce this last fucking day because it's long and hyphenated. Finger that's bang fucking a girl stupid.
2: With a oh wait, I got her name. I'm gonna read it out no. for you.
1: Right. Finger bang a girl with a corpse hand. Yes, that's exactly it. All hyphenated. Finger bang a girl with a corpse. 43 hand? celebrated her divorce with a party that culminated in a massive explosion of her wedding dress that was felt for miles. It's going to yeah. cost you some serious cock. We were all getting messages asking if that was our explosion people were feeling fear, boy. and here around the county. Up to at least 15 miles away, Carla uh, Stent, uh, Ben Newport. She knows a lot of people who like to hyphenate the fucking names. Apparently. Kimberly's sister told the Center Daily Times rather than simply throwing the dress in the fire Kimberly's dad and brother-in-law came up with the idea of burning the dress with exploding targets so holy fuck Listen, a man, 15 also mile eat this vodka and cigarettes, and the pounds will just come right off. It's still true to this <laughs> no, day. No arrest, though? No arrest. No one arrests them, because it's fucking Texas. And it's
2: in their own properties, too. Yeah, yeah. Celebrate your the end of your marriage by blowing up your wedding dress and a
1: piece of your own property. Pretty much. Darren also put in a story about uh, Nazi salutes. Um,
2: yeah, some fucking kids.
1: Yeah, in Wisconsin. Hey, guys in Wisconsin, can you just fucking not? Neo-Nazis are pretty good people. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. For real. Thank you. And we're back to dicks. Pretty much. They are dicks right there. Mostly
2: because I put my penis
1: inside of you, bareback. (laughs) There we go. All right. This one comes from Mr. Scott Crawford. Yeah, Scott from uh, the podcast by the cemetery. Yeah, Yeah. Men's Health Magazine. Uh, This is what man tries to cure constipation by putting a live 20-inch eel up his anus. Hey, bro, I can't get it up
2: is what he's proclaiming as he's being electrocuted
1: yes he told dr disley that it just swam in there by itself. Did he stick the needle down his pee hole? Uh, not yet, but this question, sounds like right? the type of guy who might do it. A Chinese man had to undergo emergency surgery to remove a live eel from his intestines. And Satan's, and Satan's cock. cock. Yeah, it told doctors that he had put the eel up his anus in order to cure constipation. Hey, Jesus. Is that me getting a metal rod shoved up my rectum? No, oh, it's an eel. No, it's an eel. According to an article published by The Sun, <laughs> the man had been experiencing constipation and was told by his friends to try this folk remedy as the cure. Uh, heads heads up, there is zero scientific evidence to back up that an eel will do anything for your digestive system except wreak total havoc, which this one did. This, are,
2: this doesn't sound like a guy who is trying to cure constipation. This sounds like a guy who was... Got to the mis- tentacle porn. ...mistakenly informed about the wiggly things inside of him and what they will do.
1: Yes, the article detailed the 49-year-old man from uh, the uh, Banyan district in uh, Guangzhou, capital of South China's Guangdong, young province came to the hospital experiencing abdominal pain. This initially, is like traces of death fucked to porno. Pretty much initially admitting the fact that there was an eel in his body. He that was immediately rushing to emergency surgery body. and the doctors were shocked to find a 20 inch Asian swamp eel among his intestines. Christ, let's go lick some assholes. <laughs> uh, sometimes I forget I said shit in the show. <laughs> doctors, <laughs> but you know what? I stand by that. Uh, doctors asked him for after surgery how he got there. The articles,
2: HPV will cure what you is all he responded yeah, he
1: must say yeah he said that it swam up there by himself he later admitted to unwillingly putting the ill up his anus why though because the guy had been having some constipation did issues. did he say
2: unwittingly or unwillingly unwillingly <laughs> wait if
1: he did it himself no how- he later admitted to willingly i'm sorry willingly put it up sorry you just don't un-
2: want it to be willingly yeah i just i
1: was just hoping it wasn't you know why you don't want
2: it to be willingly why is that this is not the sickness with which i am down <laughs> The all all is as the eel wiggles yeah, wheels yeah, yeah, it's going further it up.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh.
2: <laughs> a girl gets terrified enough, the only thing that's gonna
1: <laughs> solve that is a cock. Well, I mean that's that's your opinion, Court. I'm advocating corpse fucking corpse here. fucking Yeah, we know. Right. I'm advocating corpse, corpse fucking, fucking. Corpse here. fucking. I'm advocating corpse, corpse fucking. fucking corpse fucking. Because the guy had been having some constipation issues and his friend told him about an old folk remedy and he said the eel could clear up the blockage. So <laughs> his friend was
2: like, you know what a rotor rooter is? And eel's like
1: the same thing, bro. I guarantee you the guy got up, left the bar. His buddies looked at each other. Think Dale bought it? Yeah, he bought it. <laughs> no, he didn't buy it. He's not an idiot. I'm yeah, let's get not. another beer.
2: Yeah. Oh, so there actually is a thing where the doctor is quoted when, when removing the eel. Are you ready? Oh, uh, yeah. Booty juice, booty juice, gotta have it now. And earn your rectal passage.
1: <laughs> My asshole actually sweat. That's oh, from all yeah. the electricity. Yeah, that would be, that would happen, <laughs> That's yeah. That's
2: really fucked up, man.
1: Yeah, he put an eel up into his, uh, and it got all the way into his intestines, man. So Wait. it did the wiggly room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It did the wiggle wiggle. It did the mash. It did the monster mash. The colon smash. Yeah. It was a graveyard crash. <laughs> it was an anus crash. Clip? Clip, probably. Let's pull the chain on this. Yeah, man.
2: That It doesn't get much more fucked up than that news nope.
1: right there. Nope. Fucked up movie, fucked up news.
3: And Satan's cock.
2: Yeah, thank yeah, you, and Christopher. that too.
1: Thanks, Christopher.
2: We're going to take one final break here. We're going to play a promo from my other podcast, which I enjoy more because it has professional on it unlike matt
1: yeah fuck that guy wait that's me (laughs)
2: we're gonna have a little bit of music that will probably offend matt when we come back and we will close out this show
3: there is no spoon
2: yes there it is
3: okay okay can we just talk about the damn movie
5: danger danger high voltage when we touch when we cheers
3: The flying guillotine is an awesome weapon. It's not practical. It's not even aerodynamic. But it's awesome. Chaps, could we possibly just talk about the movie? Easy Rider is cool. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy Rider's cool.
4: If you consider they're doing thousands of miles in the desert, and they have fuel tanks the size of a pea. You'll get three miles out of that. Oh, not to mention one of them. One of the tanks is full of money. A cold bullshit. Okay,
2: okay, can we just talk about the damn movie?
3: Obsessive Cinema Discourse, where podcast worlds collide.
5: <laughs> Peoria Jones told Dud Joe, I can break out of the old chill. The bars are iron walls are stone All I need, man Is a whole fish bowl Some fish in the jailhouse tonight Some fish in the jailhouse tonight Some fish in the jailhouse tonight All right Oh, yeah, there's something fish in the jailhouse tonight. Oh boy, there's something fish in the jailhouse. Fish in the jailhouse tonight. Goldfish, open water, hammerhead shark, steelhead salmon, or a mudbank carp. I stand one side door to the other side sharp Saturday night I'll be in Central Park Some fish in the jailhouse tonight All right Look, you hear that some fish in the jailhouse tonight In the jail,
2: So, was I right? Did that did that offend you with the, the yeah, implication? The, I the guy says he can break out of any jail yeah. as long as all he needs is a fish boat, and they're serving fish in the jailhouse. Uh, Has nothing to do with the fact that we watched the women in prison yeah. movie and the pejorative for... Okay, yes, I, yeah, I totally... Yeah. I, I, you could say I baited you on that. Yeah. Uh, I was fishing to yeah. see if I could offend you uh-huh. with that. Yeah. And it's Tom Waits, man. What's wrong with Tom Waits' music? Hooked in. <laughs> Yeah, it was offensive, folks. I'm sorry. (laughs) You can show your outrage by going to our Legion podcast page and actually contributing to the Patreon. If you actually donate $5 or more and tell them it's specifically because you're outraged at what Cinema PsyOps does and you want Bo to curtail us, let them know that way, that that's how you're going to get us to stop is by paying Bo to get rid of us. Yeah, right. (laughs) If you love what we do and you think that we're really disgusting people that you just want to encourage our bad behavior, you can support our show directly while you support our show to rep with your bad reputation. teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash cinema dash psyops. Until Bo hears this episode and actually starts to pay attention to what the hell it is that we're doing. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network. You can find us legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. We also have a Cinema Psyops group where you can see all the interesting alternative photography. We requested it and it was delivered. Mean Joe Green handed me an anarchy.
1: That was fucking awesome. That was great. <laughs> Darren always comes through in a pinch, man. Darren always comes through.
2: The Facebook group is Cinema Psyops. You can find me on Facebook. I am Court Psyops. Still got the avatar up of the eyeless version of me in a priest outfit if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah. Matt is still the fucking jaundice looking plank, although now that he's all bald-headed, maybe we can actually convince him to show who he really is. Fuck no, know, man. You can email feedback to Matt, PsyopMatt at gmail.com and ask him to reveal his true face. Nah. No <laughs> one wants to see that. You can email feedback back to court cinemasyopscourt at gmail.com where you can link in directly to his venmo payments and actually pay him to show you what matt really looks like fuck you it's possible i may do that no the right amount of money i'll do just about anything ask matt's mom <laughs> you can tweet a couple of tweets to a couple of twats on the twatter
1: the twatter yeah is that what we're calling it now
2: hey, i'm so over it it's now past tense uh... <laughs> i'm at court underscore psyop and he is at are also on the Instagrams under the Cinema Psyops or at Cinema Psyops, but you know, no one really wants to look at that. And I only really post photos of some posters every now and then. And yeah. Since I gave up on the crowd fire, I haven't really been very good at the Instagramming.
1: Oh, fuck the Instagram.
2: Nah, I tried to, but it said no, and I respected its boundaries. Oh,
1: that's good of you. Look yeah,
2: at you. Yeah. I'm uh, so proud of you. Unlike the film, I only want consensual. Yeah, of course. That's my whole thing. Same. And while you're out there having your own consensual sex, folks, kick the fuck out of this week and make. It's your bitch.